Do you dream of having time and money freedom? Are you looking for ways to enjoy business and life harmony or just to improve your business and yourself? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with your host, Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn from experts in business, leadership, personal development, and mindset to help you create your ideal business lifestyle, whatever that means for you. And now, here's your host, Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. I'm on a mission to help you create your ideal business lifestyle. As a business strategist and executive leadership coach, I help you get your business under control, grow yourself and your team so that your business works for you and your team, giving you more money, more time and less stress. And if you'd like to know more, I invite you to visit ShirleyDalton.com. In my role as radio and TV show host, I bring you additional experts to help you improve your business and your life. And today we're talking about growing your business through sales funnels with content marketing specialist, Lindsay Phillips. Welcome, Lindsay. Hey, thanks for having me as we're on total opposite sides of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I I hadn't realized that you were in Canada and so it is the end of the day for you and the start for us. I know, it's always weird to me. (laughs) But it's so cool, yeah, connecting with other entrepreneurs that are in a completely different area of the world. It's awesome. Yeah, and for for us, like we've been traveling just recently and meeting so many people and, you know, it's really interesting when you've been to a place and you know it, then when something happens in the news, like with the hurricanes just recently Mm -hmm. down the south and we think, oh, gee, you know, I hope so-and-so and and -and so-and-so is okay and, and, you know, the the world really is a small place. It is, absolutely. Yeah, when you get perspective like that and you actually sort of start to know people, um, it, it is a small world for sure. Yes. So, Lindsay, you're a serial entrepreneur. I love this. You're a self-professed organizational freak. Yep. <laughs> a client-appointed taskmaster plus project ninja and warrior content marketer for life and business coaches, accountants, and other online entrepreneurs across the globe. You're the CEO and founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth. You lead a rock star team to support entrepreneurs who are seeking fast-paced business growth, but finally have come to the realization that they can't do it alone, they can't do it all, and they can't do it well. You're also the host of Sailing to Success podcast and Smooth Sailing Online Support TV, and you love sharing practical tips, business building, and content marketing strategies to help business owners be more productive and attract more customers faster. So, Lindsay, let's start by defining what we mean by sales funnels. What exactly are sales funnels and how do they play into email marketing? Yeah, it's like imagine you have to look at the big picture of your business and what it is that you're offering or what your ascension or product ladder is. Um, I mean, we all offer, most entrepreneurs offer something free, whether it's an opt-in, a lead magnet, a checklist, a webinar. Basically, you're giving content away for free in exchange for an email address. And then you've got your next layer. So, I mean, for instance, some coaches will have paid webinar sequences. They will have um, a one-day event. They might have a group program or a bigger mastermind program. So you have to think what the natural progression 
of where you want your prospect to go. So obviously you're not going to meet someone and then they're going to join your program out off the bat and spend, I don't know, $40,000 or whatever it may be. Right. It's mm-hmm. kind of like asking someone to marry you um, right when you meet. <laughs> it's just not going to work. So that's where you think about what that ladder is or what that sequence. If you flip it, you can kind of think of it as a funnel. So let's say you get, um, I don't know, you put out a Facebook ad, social media posts and all that good stuff. And you get, let's say, 500 people on your e-list. You want to think about what the natural progression is for them. Where do you want to lead them to? Most people will lead them to a low, a low paying um, product, whether it's a book, an info product. And then once they get engaged in that, you want to push them to the next tier on your product ladder and so forth and so forth. So the sales funnel, especially with email marketing, will pull them from that entry point into your system and through different campaigns and strategies will hopefully lead them to the bottom of your sales funnel, which is them signing up for your higher paying item, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. And I think we should um, also clarify for our listeners today because a lot of our, our listeners are business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders and managers. And so um, what we're really talking about here is online sales funnels. Um, so it's a little yeah, bit different exactly. yeah, than the bricks and mortar where you get somebody to come into the, the shop but then if you if you think about that it actually would work in terms of the process that you know somebody might come in on what we might call a loss leader where you get them into the shop for a special and then your mm. your goal is that they'll either keep coming back to the shop or that they'll buy more expensive items you know once they've tried it out and so what we're talking about here in terms of the sales funnel is that um, we're using the online marketing to really build our database and increase the number of people that um, know about us and, and become part of our community and then thinking about, well, what's, as you said, the natural progression for where the customers would need to go. Like as in, you know, here's a problem that they've got, let me solve it. And then here's, here's the next problem that they're going to have. How can I solve that? And, and then the next problem and so on. And so not everybody will go through, you know, that's why it's called a funnel. Yeah. And, and people get kind of, you know, it's, it's a numbers game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, you want to look at your analytics and optimize it and see what's working and what's not working. But there are going to people that you're going to weed out, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's like the more no's you get, the more yeses you're going you're gonna to get. But also you've got to think about by strategically doing your funnels in a certain way, and if, especially if they're copywritten, you can weed out the people that are not your ideal client based on the content that you're putting into your sales funnel, which is a good thing, right? You don't want a high maintenance client or just someone that's not ideal, not great to work with. They're not going to progress, whatever your criteria is. Mm -hmm. You want to work with the people that you're going to get the most satisfaction with, that you're going to be able to serve to your fullest and that are going to stay with you the longest. Yeah. So, um, 
so when in the uh, work that you do, so, you know, when we were talking initially in the introduction, you were working with life coaches, business coaches, accountants, that, that, that one sort of tweaked my interest. I thought, oh, this is interesting for, for an accountant. So what is it that you would do, you know, when you were talking about looking at their ideal client? And then I know you're a content marketing strategist. So thinking then about, you know, what content the customers would want as well as where they're going to go? For sure. So, I mean, the, this is uh, what I teach as well. It's you have to first think about, because people get overwhelmed with the thought of content marketing, right? Where do I begin? What do I do? Mm -hmm. You need to first think about um, who your ideal client is. Who is your mar Who are you marketing to? Mm -hmm. So you have to think about what are their biggest pain points? What are they struggling with? What is it that you can help them with the most so that you know what approach to take with your content? Mm -hmm. But you also need to know where they're hanging out. I mean, you don't want to spend all your time and effort, I don't know, doing videos in YouTube if your ideal client doesn't give a hoot about videos. Mm -hmm. So you need to know where you're going to put that content and then also what medium. Again, you know, some some people may not like videos. They may prefer audio. So listen to podcasts. So you also have to know kind of like what makes them tick. Right. Mm -hmm. And then from that and also based on your ascension ladder, because it kind of depends what your services and your products are that will also affect how you format your sales funnel, your social media, and so forth. So there's there's all different variables um, in creating that plan. And and obviously budget is a factor. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so so really it um, you're talking about the plan there. It's it's really that strategy um, that you're working out before we even start to look at the content that we're going to create. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. You need, yeah, you can't just throw emails out or throw posts up on social and just expect your phones to start ringing. You need to have a cohesive plan and you need to have a really strong understanding of who your ideal client is, what makes them tick, where they're hanging out and what their mindset is. Oh, I love that. Say that again. That that was gold. <laughs> you have to have a really oh, strong understanding. <laughs> Yep, of uh, who your avatar is, mm -hmm. you know, where they're hanging out, what their big, what they're struggling is, what their pain points are, so that you can market to them, you know, actively. I know that totally was not a repeat of what I said, but <laughs> apparently I've got bad short-term memory. <laughs> no, I I I, th I loved it because you know it, it's very it's very logical you know you and you you talk about being an organisational freak I can see how your brain I works am. there you know it's it's very like who is it where are they hanging out what are they struggling mm -hmm. with what medium do they use and so you know you're really answering those questions before you even start to put a strategy in place yeah mm -hmm. absolutely and then it's like the second point is you know, you, you need to have some sort of place for them to go. They're not going to go from signing up for a free checklist to signing up for your big mastermind program or whatever your big ticket item might be. You mm -hmm. need to have an, a natural progression and you need to guide them through that. But along the way and through sales funnels too, you can 
you can segment your list. And, and maybe it'll help if I kind of explain some of the types of funnels. Would that be helpful? All right. Well, let's let's have a quick break and um, oh, sure, yeah. and and then we can do that. So uh, we'll have a quick break, come back, and then we'll look at the types of funnels. You're listening. Perfect. To, yep. Reclaim your freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and today we're talking with content marketing strategist Lindsay Phillips. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Ideal business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Todfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and we've been talking with content marketing strategist Lindsay Phillips and Lindsay calls herself an organisational freak and I can tell you her brain is absolutely logical and analytical. Today we're talking about growing your business through sales funnels and we're going to talk about sales funnels and different types of them in a second but I just want to recap that when we're looking at creating these strategies, Lindsay says you want to know who your ideal client is, where they're hanging out, what they're struggling with, what medium that they're using to get their information and then you can set your marketing plan to come up with a strategy that is going to address all of those. I love it, Lindsay. I mean, it's just oh, so simple. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah, I just was talking to someone in regards to finances and stuff like that and and he laid it out all out and I'm like, huh, well, doesn't that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it also is like, why didn't I know that? Because <laughs> you sometimes your brain just doesn't, yeah, work that way, or you don't, you can't see the forest for the trees sometimes, right? Yeah, that's right. And and also you don't know what you don't know, so you know you totally. can't really ask a question if you don't know anything about the topic. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Okay, so we we left off before the break. We were going to talk about the types of sales funnels. So tell us more about that, please. Yeah, and I think it'll help kind of give a big picture of where you want to hold your hand, the prospect's hand, and steer them. So let's say someone signs, you know, they see a Facebook ad or they see a social media post, and they sign up for your, you know, fabulous checklist, whatever it may be. So they come into your e-list, and one of the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make is that they send out a thank you email, mm -hmm. give them their checklist, 
and then that's it. They don't communicate afterwards. They kind of sit there and hopefully, you know, they'll read a newsletter here and there and that they'll reach out mm-hmm. where you need to take ownership and hold their hand and guide them where you want them to go. So first of all, I definitely recommend an indoctrination series. I mean, it only has to be two or three emails because some people are coming into your e-list and honestly, besides that checklist, they don't really know much about you. So they don't even know what you offer. So you want to indoctrinate them and let them know, you know, who you are, how great you are, you know, what free resources you have so they can check out other things that you've got going on, check out your videos. You know, if they're going to learn from you and they were they had their interest peaked from that checklist, chances are other pieces of your content are going to pique their interest as well. The more engaged in the any content that you have, the better. Now, the second um, sales funnel that kind of goes hand in hand is what we call an engagement series. And I'm sure I'm sure you've done it before, too, Shirley, where you've opted in to get something mm-hmm. and then you kind of forget about it and you don't read that ebook or you don't <laughs> watch that video series. Lord knows I'm guilty as well. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Exactly. Yep. We all do it. It's human nature. So you want to put your best foot forward and make the best effort to get them to engage in that content. So, and again, get them while they're hot. They're going to have a higher chance of opening emails once they opt in with you because they're like, oh, you know, they think this is the latest and greatest thing. It's going to help them. You want to get them in the habit of opening up emails from you. So an engagement series would be, for example, hey, have you used that checklist yet? Did you know it's going to get you to do X, Y, Z? If you didn't read that part, click here. So mm-hmm. it's kind of going to remind them why they wanted it in the first place, kind of show maybe a little pieces that are inside of it to pique their interest. Yeah, I need to read that right now. I'm going to click. Mm-hmm. And you can even track those click links. And like, you know, the more they engage they are, if you know they clicked it and read it, then you can kind of send them a separate sequence of emails. Now, once you kind of, you know, get their juices flowing and they're engaging in your content, you might want to implement what's called a tripwire, mm-hmm. which is kind of a, uh, an aggressive word, really. <laughs> you don't want to trip the poor prospects, but you want them to, this is where you offer something really small, like a book or, um, I don't know, a bigger and better checklist for $12.99, whatever it may be. It's a small ticket item, mm-hmm. but you want them to invest in you even mm-hmm. a little bit. So they're basically going to, you know, for lack of better terms, pull out their credit card. Mm -hmm. And then again, you want them to engage in the content. You're going to follow up with them. And then you might want to put them into a specific sequence after that. You know, now that they've got their feet wet, you're going to want to introduce them to, let's say, a three-month group program that you have that can take what they learned in the checklist, in the whatever the $12.99 thing is that they bought, and then kind of take that next step in that product ladder that you have. So you see how you're gearing them, you're indoctrinating them, you're making sure that they're engaging in the content that they asked for. You're going to, you know, slowly step them into purchasing something small. Then you can offer something a little bit bigger. But again, you're always going to want to serve and give them content throughout that. 
And I think that's a really important point there, you know, because it, it sounds very clinical when we break it down and say, well, here's my sales funnel. The first thing I'm going to do is to indoctrinate and then I'm going to engage, make sure that they're opening the emails and then I'm going to offer something small and uh, engage them in the follow-up. So for me, I was, as you were explaining that, I was basically writing. So, you know, step one, <laughs> step two, step three, oh, three A is to engage and follow-up and then, you know, the, the invitation and it sounds clinical. So, but I'm really glad that you were saying that you really want to serve, um, you know, and, and help the customer. So the, the clinical part is the strategy for being yeah. able to help and serve. And that's where good copywriting comes in. And I know it costs extra to have a copywriter, but they have all the language to a hook them with the subject line and to get them to engage and to trigger them on an emotional level, which is what you want. You want to connect with them, right? Mm -hmm. And then you also want to, yeah, be giving them tips and strategies and help them along the way. It's, you have to look at it in what's in it for them, not what's in it for you. Uh, yeah. And I think that's a, you know, a really important point. Um, okay. So, um, We've talked about the different types of sales funnels. Um, so exactly how do they help grow your business then? You know, if, if we're taking people along this journey, mm -hmm. then, then how does that grow your business? So this is where the whole conversions come into, right? And, my God, you can have a whole podcast on conversions. But <laughs> um, once they're in your e-list, it's like how many people are opening their emails? How many people are clicking the links? How many people are saying yes to the tripwire? How many people that get the tripwire are saying yes to, I don't know, the group program or what it is your second offer is? So each step of the way, you have to analyze what it is that you're doing. So I'm going to start at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So let's say, excuse me. So let's say you have a landing page that's offering that checklist that we talked about. If let's say a thousand people are looking on your landing page, but only 30 have opted in to say yes, something is not right with that page. Whether it's where the call to action is, the sign up button, whether it's the title, whether it's the features and benefits that you're talking about, something isn't pulling them in. So you need to fix something there. Now, if you're getting tons of opt-ins and you're like rocking it with your landing page, then let's say people are not engaging in the content. Maybe you need to tweak the um, wording within those engagement series. Or let's say you've got 50 signups for your opt-in, but only one person has t said yes to the tripwire. Then something's not right about that offer or, or those emails with the wording. I mean, it could be the subject line. Maybe they're not opening it. So you have to really analyze what's going on each step of the way in order to optimize it and get higher conversions. Yes, you're going to get some attrition. That's natural. But if you, you know, again, numbers game, if you got a thousand people coming into your email system and then, I don't know, 300 um, opt in for your small, small tripwire, then the better you get and the more optimized and the more people you're going to get signing up for that group program and get a taste of your coaching. 
and then move them to the bigger, you know, event or program that you have. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So is there any uh, benchmarks for people, you know, to know what they can expect? I know with the the old direct marketing where you would put a leaflet, uh, drop it in somebody's house mm-hmm. or in a box and, you know, the standard was if you got 1% return or 1.5%, you were doing really well. Is there some sort of benchmark? I mean, there is. I mean, some people, again, it also depends on what the offer is and what your audience is Mm -hmm. and how much budget you're putting into Facebook ads and stuff like that. There are variables. But I mean, if you have a landing page and you're getting, say, 15 percent converted, then there you can tweak it to make that better. I think 30 percent is quite good. I've had some that have been up to 50 percent, but 30 kind of is a good marker, right? Same with like how many people open emails. It's like if you get, um, you know, 20% of your people that are opening your emails and checking everything out, then you're you're doing pretty good. Some people get higher and that's awesome. But if it's low and you're only getting 9% people opening your emails, then you need to start captivating their attention in a different way or changing your subject lines or giving them videos instead. So it, it's all about testing. There's no definitive answer, but it's you always want to optimize mm-hmm. so that you can increase your conversions at every level. And so as I'm listening to you here, you know, there, there's a lot of strategy going in here. So, you know, at the beginning, we, we're thinking about the ideal client that we want to work with, where they hang out, what they want. Mm-hmm. And, and then we're looking at the strategy of the sales funnel and, you know, moving down through the indoctrination and then the engagement and then the small offer, the tripwire. And then now we're looking at really uh, uh, testing everything and analysing everything so that we can look at, well, was it my headline? Was it my copy? Mm-hmm. Was it the offer? So, you know, it's not just something that you go, oh, I think I'll just teach people about this and, whack out a video and away you go no I mean I mean some people do that and they have such a great relationship with their audience or their social community so they're off to the races but generally speaking yeah you do need to put more strategy and thought into it you can't just throw spaghetti on the wall and hope it sticks (laughs) I like that Okay. Well, talking of spaghetti, let's have a a quick break. And listeners, while we're on on the break, I really want you to think about your sales funnel and whether you've got a bricks and mortar business or whether you've got an online business, be thinking about that and in terms of the strategy and then the analytics. And when we come back, let's talk about the difference between, say, a content marketing expert and a virtual assistant. Stay with us and we'll be right back. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. 
That's why she recommends using MindMovies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash MindMovies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash MindMovies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your ideal business lifestyle. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. So welcome back. So were you thinking then about your sales funnel in terms of your customers? You know, where are you starting them? Where do you want them to go? And then are you looking at your own analytics within your business to see what's working and what you could be optimizing or making better? So you're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton and we're talking with content marketing strategist and specialist, Lindsay Phillips. So Lindsay, we want to talk a little bit about content marketing and how that's different to being a virtual assistant. But first of all, how do sales funnels fit into the bigger concept of content marketing? I know, and I think, I don't know if there's misconceptions about what content marketing is, but I find a lot of people think that content marketing is just blogging, but it's not. So sales funnels is definitely a big portion of content marketing. And how I like to explain it is that content marketing is every avenue that you are expressing your knowledge of how you can help and serve people. So yes, blogs is an avenue, podcast shows are an avenue of delivering content and what you know and sharing knowledge, videos of course, social media posts, and these elements are built to attract and acquire customers faster and push push them through the sales funnel, mm-hmm. but also to really nurture, engage, and really foster that relationship. So for instance, you know, your social media posts that let's say promote your blog or your podcast or a video or they're just fun tips. But you want to direct people then from that, they're your hooks, if you will, your entry points. You want to filter them to your website so they can see what your services are, what you're doing, and then hopefully get onto your e-list through either a pop-up that you have, a lead magnet, your checklist, whatever it may be. And then they come into your sales funnel, and that's kind of where the magic and the conversions and the whole sale funnel happens. And so that's kind of how it all filters into the sales funnel. And then through email marketing, through social media, that's where you can really nurture that relationship, um, you know, engage with people and just build that like and trust factor as well. Okay. Does that explain it or does that make it more confusing? 
<laughs> no, no, that that's fantastic. So, uh, you know, if I'm looking at that then, so I'm putting out my content and I think you made a really important point there that it um, it's not just a blog, you know, it, it could be a video, it could be a podcast. You know, there are mm. lots of ways to put that information out, but it's first of all putting the information out that the people that I serve are going to need and want, such as what yes. we're doing today. You know, our, our audience is business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders and managers. And for me, it's um, about bringing guests on that can help them to either improve their own selves as in personal development or improve their business, which, of course, in, improves their lifestyle. So uh, so then we, we have the content. And then what you're saying is then we want to, people to go to the website so that then they can see what services are on offer. Mm -hmm. and so talking about that, where would they find out more about Lindsay Phillips? Mm -hmm. um, so where would they find out about me? It yeah. would be smoothbusinessgrowth.com and they can go to the start here page because that too kind of explains, you know, what content marketing is and, and how we, you know, serve our clients and it links to my sister's site, which is my name, lindsayphillips.com, where the blogs and my podcasts and videos are and all that good stuff. And I do have some free um, opt-ins as well and some, some free resources on the site there. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. So, so then if we, you know, if we're modeling this, you, you obviously are walking your talk. So you have your content marketing, and then you want people to go to your website, and then mm -hmm. you want them to opt in, as we say, to, to sign yep. up to, to be part of your community and to get more. And then that filters in then to the sales funnel so that uh, people can then, you know, um, get what they need and then move through. Yes? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So so then um, what's the difference between content marketing expert and a virtual assistant? I get that question a ton. And I think, like, for me, the term VA or virtual assistant, I think it's so broad that it, it kind of gets misused. I mean, a virtual assistant, yes, is, you know, someone that can help you with different elements of your business. They're not in your office. They've got their own business. They work online remotely. You don't have to, you know, book them for 20 hours a week or anything in particular. But um, a virtual assistant to me is more like a generalist or it can just be a really broad term for different expertise. I mean, really, you can have a VA that only works in the financial sphere, bookkeeping, um, Excel spreadsheets with managing your, your clients in regards to money, um, you know, processing your tax stuff, whatever that may be. You also may have some VAs that strictly specialize in, you know, video editing or audio editing and websites and that kind of techie part of it mm -hmm. so people use the term VA but it can mean so many things and to me how I kind of explain it is if I wanted someone to do my books my taxes I mean that's my company's money that's my money it's it's obviously important right mm -hmm. so I wouldn't want to hire a generalist to do that, I would want to hire a bookkeeper, mm -hmm. an accountant, a tax coach, because they're specializing in that sphere. 
Mm-hmm. So like content marketing, you know, as we've kind of talked, there's so many different tools. There's so many different strategies. You need a cohesive plan. You want to optimize and analyze. So what I recommend is getting a content marketing expert to do those things for you or help you plan out or whatever that may be, whether it's me or somebody else. You want an expert in because there's so many moving pieces. There's so many different strategies within it. Mm-hmm. And whereas there's a ton of different VAs out there that don't get me wrong. And I used to be a VA, so I certainly don't knock it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think that when a lot of people think I need a VA, a lot of people think they, they just need help, but mm-hmm. they don't know what exactly and mm-hmm. they don't know how to get it. So they kind of use that term broadly. Yeah, I, I totally understand that because if you, you're you overwhelmed and you, you're mm-hmm. just drowning in your work and you think, oh, I need somebody, but then I think what happens for a lot of people where it falls down is that they haven't got a clear idea of exactly no. what they need and then when they start, then they're, they're running around finding the work to give somebody when it's not very strategic. That's right. I I know. And I've had so many people that have come to me and they're like, I need a VA. And I'm like, that's great. And I'm like, you know, what are you looking to to offload? And they're like, I have no idea. I'm (laughs) like, okay, (laughs) I can't help you. You you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, here's what I can help you with. Um, And I think for me, because I was a general VA and I've niched down into content marketing, um, it really helps me serve my clients better. It's like, you know, okay, let's look at your content marketing. Let's put a plan together. Let's implement it. Um, But for any entrepreneur out there that's overwhelmed, I think the first thing is, is that you really need to look at how you spend your day, how you spend your week. You know, what are those projects that you have on your list that you haven't gotten to in three months? You know, what are your goals for the next six months and 12 months that you really want to achieve but you're just stuck. Maybe you you really want to have a podcast, but you don't know how to make it. Or, you know, you know you need to do video marketing, but you're stuck on the techie part of it. Um, so I think, yeah, knowing what you haven't gotten around to doing yet and what you want to do in the next 12 months, how you are spending your days so you can see kind of maybe where the bottleneck is. And also, honestly, think about the stuff you don't like doing. That is huge. <laughs> I mean, if there's stuff that's dragging you down every day and you hate doing it, I mean, how miserable. Take that off your plate, right off the cuff. You want to enjoy your business day, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I know for myself, I can get bogged down in administration and I think, oh, yeah, yeah I, I shouldn't be doing this and yet I, I haven't know. been able to master it myself to uh, to hand it off to a virtual assistant or even to a physical assistant. You know, I've, I've tried on numerous occasions and, yeah, just I just don't have that plan or that strategy uh, in place. So that that's a but wonderful. Here's the let me let me give you a little piece of advice then, Shirley. So if there's administrative stuff that where you're stuck or you're overwhelmed, a lot of entrepreneurs think, okay, I need to create the plan, I need to create the process, I need to do all this to teach a VA. If a VA is really good at their job and they're that's what they do, they will create that plan for you and and, and create those processes for you. Hey, you're struggling with A, B, C, and D. 
and you're, you know, you hate doing it every day, you don't have time to do it every day, you're bogged down. Here's my plan of how we can, you know, do that and do it smoothly and have a routine and a process. And they should be able to take ownership of that and, and take it off, off your hands and put that process into place. That's what they do. You know, that's great advice. And uh, and I'm just writing down there that, you know, from the VA's point of view, here's my plan for how and the routine versus the yeah. entrepreneur having to have it. Because they do out. it all the time, right? <laughs> yes. And their brains work differently. So, yeah, a lot of entrepreneurs really are like, okay, I don't have time to think of a plan or map it all out or but that's the cool thing about hiring outside people is that they're already experts at this stuff. They may have a, a resource, a tool, a method of doing something that you'll just be like, whoo, like it's just taken off my shoulders. I don't have to think about it. They got it all figured out for me. It's like fantastic or what? <laughs> okay. So it's just a little off topic, but I think it might be of, of interest to people and I certainly being selfish here, it's of interest to me. Uh, <laughs> so but I think it's like, it, it's, I think it kind of ties in in that it's how you look at hiring someone outside of your own business, right? Whether mm. you're outsourcing a VA, whether you're outsourcing a content marketer, um, you have to trust in their abilities and their processes um, don't feel that you need to map it all out yourself before you can get that support that you need. All right. So one last question on that before we take a break. Where can people go to find, you know, the help that they need? For sure. I mean, there's tons of great options out there. There's Upworks um, for different VAs. There's HireMyMom.com. Um, I, of course... <laughs> would rather they go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com, um, start here. Um, but yeah, again, we help people with their blogs, videos, their content plans, their social media. Um, yeah, just taking so that they don't have to do it themselves and figure it all out and have less stress and get where they want to go. Okay. Well, that's a, a really good uh, spot for us to take a break and when we come back let's get into the best strategies then for implementing this so we've talked about having our plan we've talked about work you know working out who our ideal clients are so then of course we have to do it so let's talk about that when we come back <laughs> stay with us we'll be right back Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Todfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. You 
are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Well, we've been talking today with content marketing specialist Lindsay Phillips and Lindsay has been giving us a very high level view and a very logical uh, view of content marketing and also developing our sales funnels so that we can grow our businesses uh, faster. And today, and right now, Lindsay, let's talk about implementation because we've talked about having the strategy, we've talked about the planning and all of the moving parts that go into it. But at the end of the day, we actually have to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> the fun part is the planning. <laughs> exactly. And I'm really good at that. <laughs> but I not know. so much on the implementation. It is hard. And I think what I get it too is, and I've had prospects come to me and, you know, I get excited about my topic. I'm not going to lie. And I'm, oh, you can do this and this. And, you know, and sometimes it can feel really overwhelming. I remember um, calling a prospect back and I'm like, oh, I haven't heard from you. And I don't know what made me ask, but I said, um, is it that you just are feeling overwhelmed with the options and you don't know where to start? And she says, that's exactly it. I was like, oh, that's good to know. Because, I mean, I ramble on with my stuff, and I'm pretty excited about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but kind of from the other person's perspective, it's where do you start? And you don't have to do it all at once, right? Like, look at your social media platforms and look at your website. Make sure that the branding is consistent and that you're coming across with the same message, the same look, the same logos on your social media and your website. And we do analyze that for people to make sure that the message is accurate. Mm-hmm. And and then you want to at least put out some content, right? Even if you're doing a couple of blogs per week, or let's say you just start with blogging and do one blog per week, you can outsource the writing element of it. So if you're not a writer or you don't like it or you don't have time, You can totally outsource that and then just schedule it into your calendar. You know, one day of a month, that's your writing day. And then you can write the social media post for it. And then a week later, you can pre-schedule the post so it pushes out to your social media platforms and you're on a routine. You're getting information out there to people. Once you kind of roll in with that, then you can move on to, let's say, videos and then you just have to get on a schedule, you know, the first week of every month on a Monday here, I'm going to, you know, spit out four videos mm-hmm. and then the next week I'm going to, you know, optimize them in YouTube and then put them on my website or whatever steps you have, whether you outsource it or don't, um, you have to get on a routine and you have to be disciplined with it. And once you, you master one, then, you know, you're comfortable, you're in a groove, it's part of your routine and then you can kind of add on. And then, okay, maybe now it's time to really look at your email marketing. How consistent are you? Are you reaching out to them? Um, so, and, and I really help people with that. It's like, okay, where, what are you doing now? What do you want to do? Let's do this over the next couple months. Then we'll work this in. Then we'll do this. You can't do it all at once. And you're not going to be able to create those. It's a long-term goal, right? You're not going to be able to create all those things within like a month, you'd you'd kill yourself. It would just be crazy. 
Yeah, so so again, there's your your logic coming in. What are you doing now? What's the goal? What's the plan? And then there's the implementation. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, I'm very organised. <laughs> yes, you really are. And the the other thing that I'm hearing there is the routine and the consistency. Yes. And uh, you know the, the you know the first Monday of every month is going to be my video mm. day, or the first whatever day is going to be my blogging day. And really, what you're talking about there is. Um, basically what I would call batching stuff so yeah yeah you know one time I was uh, doing some work for a client and two ladies shared the role and I thought I only needed to talk to one of them but no they both wanted to have their say and found out that they both did the same task but differently one of them did every step for for each customer like step one two three four five down to ten the other one did all the step ones and then all the step twos and all the step threes so that was really interesting so yeah yeah, what you're talking about here is really batching the the work so I'm going to batch all of my blogs I'm going to batch all of my videos and uh and then schedule them out I love it do it and forget it because honestly if you leave it week to week you will feel like it's unless you love doing it like I do uh-huh. you're just gonna be like oh my god I gotta get my content out this week and you're just gonna feel way over your way over you right mm-hmm. and then you're gonna feel guilty if you didn't get it out on time <laughs> um, if you don't put it in your calendar and if you you know oh I'll get it done when I have time then it's never gonna happen mm-hmm. I, I love it. It's yeah, that, and I think really it, when you when you look at um, what we've been talking about today, everything that I'm hearing here coming up is there's the the big picture of what we need to do, where mm-hmm. the clients are, what information they need, where are they uh, going to progress in terms of our sales funnel, what you know, what can I offer them that there is going to help solve their problem, and then we're looking at we've got this big plan. And then for the implementation, again, it comes down to having a plan and sticking to that for your routine and for your consistency. And you're right, you know, if you do do it week to week, then it does feel overwhelming. And yeah, I love it. Absolutely. All right. So um, last minute tips then, you know, we're coming up to the the end of our discussion today. And, uh, you know, I could ask you 20 more questions, but what's... (laughs) What's the main thing that we need to know, you know, as we come to the end? I think you need to be committed mm-hmm. and consistent in your content marketing. I mean, you don't, if you, you don't, I do it all. I mean, I do video podcast blogs and tips and blah, blah, blah. You don't absolutely have to have to do it all. As long as you're doing something and you're consistent And then the next point is, is you got to back it up by actually being on social. You need to, you know, look at other people's posts and share it and comment and like and have conversations with people and, you know, follow new people and because they will follow you back and, you know, direct message people sometimes and ask them questions, ask to share their blog. If if you don't do that second part, like engaging with people and kind of getting those relationship goings then it'll be harder for you to move it all forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, is that something that your company can do for people? We do some social media monitoring um, uh, for some. Uh, honestly, I 
I prefer the clients to do it themselves because they have their own unique voice. They know their natural relationships that they have with certain people or that they've met, whereas our team would not know that you met Joe Schmo, you know, four years ago at a conference. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, if I teach them how. So if they go in, if you go into your social media and spend, let's say, 25 minutes, even if it's 20 minutes a day, schedule it into your calendar mm-hmm. and you have a set time every day that you do that you know, check your messages, your notifications, find some people to follow. Um, it, it, it's not that much of an investment. And it's so huge and so important to nurture those relationships and engage with people. Okay, fantastic. All right. So in 30 seconds, then, uh, who's your ideal client? And what do you help them with there? You know, we've talked about your your content expertise here. For me, my ideal client is an entrepreneur who is ambitious and driven to meet their goals. They have a clear idea of what they want. Um, I can definitely help make the plan to get them there and that are very action oriented. Um, You know, when we're trying to put together a plan and we need your responses or we need certain material from them, you know, throughout the, the month or whatever's going on, they need to be responsive to help that action keep its momentum. Clients that are decisive, um, that really helps. And that are, what's the word I'm looking for? That can let me as the expert in our team take direction as opposed to micromanaging. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Yep. I've got it. Wow. Okay. Well, Lindsay, we're, we're out of time. Unfortunately, I could talk with you all day. I find this stuff fascinating. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I think. <laughs> so, well, listeners, I don't know about you, but I certainly learned a ton from Lindsay today. And, you know, you made it sound so simple and easy. And, of course, that's what you do for entrepreneurs and small business owners. So thanks so much for talking with us today, Lindsay. Oh, thank you. It was awesome. <laughs> Well, listeners, until next week, as always, I encourage you to implement what Lindsay has shared with you today so that you too can be more productive and attract more customers faster. And I'm going to put in there and have your routine and your schedule. That's my big (laughs) takeaway. (laughs) So as you travel along your journey towards creating your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next week for an inspirational and educational edition. Until then, be sure to implement what you've learned today to create your ideal business lifestyle. Have a great week and we'll see you back here for the next show. Thank you.